You don't want to clean your plate. You want to learn to leave food on your plate. Because think about it. You leave two, three bites on your plate at every meal, it adds up. At the end of the day, I mean, you've basically cut out an entire meal. At the end of the week, you've cut out several meals out of your eating day. Think about that, right? All right, guys, Dr. Dell Miller's here with personalfitness.com. Hope you're doing great. Welcome to another episode of Energize Your Life After 50. Hope you guys are doing fabulous out there. And you know, as we are speaking right now, it is quickly approaching the end of the year. Can you imagine? It seems like just yesterday I was talking with you at the beginning of the year. And now look, we are quickly approaching Thanksgiving. So I hope you have been diligently working on those goals that you've set for yourself for this year. You know, all year I've been talking about this. All year I've been giving you tips and ideas. Every episode contains tips and ideas of how to go about creating your best self, which is really what this podcast is about. How to create your future self and live the life of your future self. So I hope you've been doing that and I hope you've been having some successes like my clients have had so far this year. You know, speaking of that, let me let you tell you that there are quite a few resources available to you. If you check the show notes, I've got free videos on the top three things you must do to lose weight for the last time. You've got my webinar that is still so popular. Get your sexy back for all you ladies. I'm going to have one for you gentlemen coming up in the new year. And, you know, there are still a lot of resources. So check the show notes. You can even get on the phone with me for a free health strategy call. That has been very popular. That is what I spend a lot of my time doing every week, speaking with a lot of women from all over the country. A lot of women, because I don't know, I don't get a lot of calls from guys, even though it's open to them too. Whomever is trying to create your best self, right? That's who I talk to people who are ready to move forward in a very powerful way and to learn how to bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. So, hey, personalfitness.com slash health dash strategy or just check the show notes. You can find the direct link. Don't forget to leave me a review and a rating. You can get a copy of my first book, Fitness and Spirituality, when you do that. So, I do appreciate a good rating or just be honest, if you enjoy what we're doing here, the tips I bring you each week, then tell me what you like. Tell me what I can do better and tell me what you're interested in hearing about. Okay, so here's the deal, folks. Today, I want to talk to you about dinner with your future self. You know, I really believe in this future self concept. It's what I teach my clients and it's what I practice. You know, I'm always practicing how to get better, how to be my best self. You know, what does my future self look like? And I'm in my 50s now and I think about, okay, well, what do I want to look like, be like, feel like when I'm 60 and when I'm 70? I, I always go a decade out. 
So that's how I live, right? And my goal has always been to look, feel, and be able to perform as if I'm 20 years younger. So right now I'm in my 50s and there is nothing I used to do in my 30s that I can't still do that I'm not better at now in my 50s than when I was in my 30s. Absolutely nothing. I would even say in my 20s, right? And my goal is to continue that when I'm in my 60s, 70s, and 80s by diligent practice, through diligent practice. Let me repeat that. There's nothing I have been able to do in my 30s that I currently can't do. Uh, maybe one exception. <laughs> you know, my plantar fasciitis sometimes acts up, so I don't tend to run as much as I used to. But doesn't mean I can't, even though my kids think I can't. <laughs> they think I'm an old man, <laughs> and they don't realize that this old man has still got some juice, <laughs> okay? So that is how I live my life. I think about what is, who is that future self that I'm becoming? And that's how I teach my clients to be, okay? Last time, we talk about, well, where do you begin in all that? And I said to begin at the end. And why should you begin at the end, right? You begin at the end because, well, think about this. As the analogy I used last time is that if you're building a house, do you start building a house by just digging foundation and putting up foundation and, and uh, you know, go about uh, hammering away and putting up stuff. Do you, is that how you build a house? No. You don't build a house like that. You start at the end. You get an architectural blueprint of what the house is going to look like. Everything about that house. You start at the end. Well, what is it going to look like? How many rooms is it going to be? How big are those rooms? How big is the house going to be? What is the outside going to look like? What is the facade going to look like? What roofing are you going to have? What's the interior going to look like? You come up with everything about that house before you start to dig anything before you set down a foundation, right? That's how you go about creating. That's the creative process of any creative process, unless you're just a freestyle artist and you're just freestyling it. You know, that's okay too, but that's not how you build a house. That's not how you go about building your house, right? And you see, the traditional way that most people go about changing their lives, changing their bodies, right? They decide, oh, I'm just going to cut back on some of the things I eat. I'm going to start going to the gym or start going walking or things like that. But here's the thing. It leaves you with no direction. That kind of approach leaves you with no direction, right? So you're easily thrown off course. Why? Because you don't have a destination. You don't have a final destination. You don't have a big why or a future self that you're creating. You don't, consequently, you have no motivating factors. So when life gets in the way, it is easy for you to get Blown off course because you don't have the motivating factors. Those are the reasons why you are doing what you're doing. Well, why? Why is it important to you? Why are you doing this? Why is it important to you to look and feel the way you're wanting to look and feel? Who is that future self you're creating? Why is that important to you? 
What is it going to give you that you don't have now? You said that's where you start. You begin at the end, okay? And when you begin at the end, now you start to adopt the mindset, habits, and behaviors of your future self. I call those non-negotiable and guardrail habits. That's what I have my clients do. You develop non-negotiable and guardrail habits. Non-negotiable and guardrail habits are the habits of your future self. Your non-negotiable habits are the things that you're going to do daily that are non-negotiable because those are the things that your future self does. And if you were to do that, you'll be taking the steps necessary to move forward towards that future self. If you were to develop those guardrail habits, then you're able to catch yourself when you're slipping Instead of waiting until you start sliding, right? If you don't catch yourself when you're slipping, pretty soon you're going to be sliding down that hill, backsliding. And that's why you, I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, the weight just crept up on me. Before you know it, I lost, you know, I regained 10 pounds and became 20, become 40, become 60. Before I knew it, I was 100 pounds over. Regain 100 pounds. How do you lose and regain 100 pounds in a year? Right? You regain 100 pounds because you took your eye off the ball. You weren't focused on where you were going. You don't have a final destination. You don't have a future self you're creating. You weren't focusing on the end result, where you're going, who you're becoming. That's why you took your eye off the ball. So the next phase of what I would encourage you to do, right? Eating is very important. I teach my clients what I call the conscious eating method, right? So we don't count calories. We don't do any of that nonsense. We, we don't even think, I don't even have my clients think too much about what they eat. I don't have them, think, you know, cutting out or cutting back on on what they eat because it's not the what they you eat that's important in the beginning. It's the why, you eat. So we focus on a lot of why. And when you get the whys down, then we start to look at the how and the what, right? So when you start to looking at the how and the what, let's talk about eating. And one of the things I encourage my clients to do, I was just having a conversation with a coaching client this morning, and I, I, I you know, she was telling me that one of the problems is which is a problem with a lot of people. You know, when you're eating by yourself, you tend to either at work, you eat at your desk, or when you're home, you're sitting in front of the television, and that is not conscious eating. That is mindless eating, right? So it is very easy to overeat because you're not paying attention. It's very easy to overeat when you're not conscious about what you're doing. So I encourage you, I said, why don't you pretend that you're having dinner with your future self. So I want you to have dinner with your future self. So when you're home, instead of sitting in front of the television, I want you to sit at the table. Put your food on a plate. It doesn't matter where it comes from. If it comes in a box, I don't care. Put it on a plate. Right? It's an important, it's a meal time. I want you to make your your eating meal time. So never eat out of a box or out of a jar. Eat on a plate, put your food on a plate so you can see exactly what you're eating and sit down, turn off the television, get away from your desk at work. Eat as if you were having dinner with your future self, lunch with your future self, whatever it is. 
And the reason why I want you to do that, I encourage my clients to do that for a very specific reason, right? I want you to learn to practice the habits of your future self. Well, eating is a habit. How does your future self eat? Well, pay attention, observe, right? Be conscious. Well, look at how they consciously eat. How slowly they eat, how consciously they eat, right? When do they pause? How do they chew their food? How, how, how long does it take for them to chew their food? And, and, and look at how they enjoy what they're eating. It doesn't matter what, what you're eating. It doesn't matter if you're eating pizza or you know fried chicken or if you're eating baked chicken and brown rice and broccoli. It doesn't matter what you're eating. But sit down and eat consciously and pay attention, right? When you start eating, pay attention. Halfway through, I, I, I want you to watch how your future self checks in. Have I had enough? That's what your future self does. He or she asks herself, have I had enough? So halfway through the meal, he or she, just watch how he or she checks in. Have I had enough? No? Okay, well, I'll keep eating and keep being aware of how my body is feeling because I want to observe those fullness signals, right? Just like before I start eating, I make sure I'm physically hungry. If I'm not physically hungry, well, it's not mealtime. Well, same thing. I want to observe, well, am I satisfied? Have I had enough? That's a question that my clients learn to ask. We don't count calories. You learn to ask yourself, have I had enough? Halfway through your meal, you stop. Have I had enough? No? Well, I continue eating. Well, I keep asking myself from that point on, from halfway through on, I keep asking myself, have I had enough? Am I satisfied? No, I don't want to get to full. I want to stop before full. I want to go to I am satisfied. Because guess what? Your body will tell you when you're satisfied. Kind of like if you watch a newborn baby, you know, I've had, I have three kids, so I know I used to feed them all the time, I used to give them the bottle. And, and a newborn, well, when they're born, when they're Hungry? Well, they let you know by they cry. You know, you learn to distinguish hunger cry from other types of cry when they're with themselves or uh, whatever. And when they're when they've had enough, well, they spit the bottle out or they spit the breast out. And no matter what you do, they don't want anymore. So they keep turning their heads or push it away with their tongue. That is conscious eating. That is intuitive eating. We knew how to do that when we first came into this world. So now all we need to do is to revisit, relearn how to do that because the body will tell you. You just haven't been listening. So I teach my clients to listen again. Listen to those hunger signals. Listen to those fullness signals because your body will communicate. Your body will tell you. And when you learn to hear, when you learn to hear and follow those signals, you never have to count calories and you won't overeat because you will stop when you've had enough. So that's what you need to practice. And sometimes you won't get it. It takes a while to get it. So I teach my clients, try not to finish everything on your plate. When you first start this, just try not to finish everything on your plate. Deliberately, deliberately, deliberately leave the last two or three bites on the plate. Just so you get away from this old mindset of being a member of the Clean Your Plate Club. That's how most of us in my generation and generations prior were 
We're taught, right? It's that old uh, post-depression mentality. You better eat what's on your plate because this is precious stuff. There are kids starving in Africa, kids starving in China. And we used to say, well, why don't you ship it to them? (laughs) Right? But that's how we grew up. Being members of the Clean Your Plate Club. You better clean your plate. It's on your plate. You better clean your plate. Well, no, we don't want to do that. You don't want to clean your plate. You want to learn to leave food on your plate. Because think about it. You leave two, three bites on your plate at every meal, it adds up. It adds up, right? At the end of the week, at the end of the day, I mean, you've basically cut out an entire meal. At the end of the week, you've cut out several meals out of your eating day. Think about that, right? Very, very important. So let's focus on relearning those conscious eating signals that we have forgotten that are there. All right, so let's recap, right? Dinner with my future self. So when you eat, I want you to, instead of standing up and eating out of a paper bag or a a, jar or uh, whatever container, I want you to put your food on a plate and sit down and eat as if you are an important person. You're having dinner with an important person and that person is your future self. You're having lunch with your future self, an important person. And the important thing that you, why you're doing this is you want to observe how your future self eats. You want to observe the eating habits, the eating behaviors of your future self, right? How your future self consciously eats and enjoy each bite and how your future self stops in the middle and, and check in to see if he or she is full and how your future self gets to the point where they know that they are satisfied, they've had enough, before they're full. They're not stuffed. They don't eat till they're stuffed. They eat until they've had enough. So that one thing there, friends, that is a very powerful habit. There is the foundation of my conscious eating method. I have just given you the most important part of my coaching program. I've given it away to you for free. Conscious eating. Learn to practice conscious eating. Yes, there is a lot more to it than that, but that is the backbone of having dinner with your future self. Very, very important. So you never have to count calories, count points, or weigh food, or do any of that old diet mentality nonsense ever again. And guess what? You will lose weight and you will keep the weight off because you will learn to go back to your intuitive way of eating, your intuitive way of knowing when you're physically hungry, knowing when you've had enough, knowing when to stop eating so that you're not overeating. If you're overweight, you're an overeater, period. Bottom line, no doubt about it. That's why I told my my clients, if you're overweight, you're an overeater and you're eating for a lot of different reasons other than physical hunger. Hunger, that's why you're an overeater, right? So those are the things that we deal with. When I work with clients, we first deal with why. We don't start by dealing with what you eat and how you're eating and all that nonsense. We start by dealing with why you eat. So keep that in mind. So there's a lot more besides how you're eating and what are the habits that you're working on. 
We've got to start by getting rid of all the non-physical hunger eating. If you don't do that, it becomes very difficult to get and maintain the results that you're looking for. You might get results, but it's very difficult to maintain those results over the long term until we deal with why, okay? Again, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and uh, you know, I've got this Weight Loss Made Easy program. We go through, these are the kind of things we go through. Conscious eating, my conscious eating method is one of the seven basic non-negotiable habits of your future self. One of the seven basic non-negotiable habits of your future self that I teach my clients. And then we go into guardrail habits, how to maintain the results you get in order to catch yourself when you are slipping so you don't start sliding, okay? All right, that's all I've got for you today. And uh, again, Check the show notes because I've got lots of resources for you. You can join my webinar, get your sexy back for you ladies. That's what you tell me you want. You want to get your sexy back? And you can even get on the phone with me for a free health strategy call. How do you bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be? Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. And as usual, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. I'll catch you next time. Ciao.